Hello, good day, good morning, God bless you. You are almost welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Osemwahu. Today is the 24th day of the month of October 2020. God bless you. You're welcome. Good to have you join us today. Today is Saturday, and those of you who are regular listeners to our podcast, you know, every Saturday we talk about sex in marriage. I mean, these two days have been devoted to sexual education. So come along with us. Let us learn. Let us learn a lot to learn today about sexuality in marriage. Okay, we, we need to understand that having a good knowledge about sex is different from the act itself. In other words, it's just wanting to have a good knowledge about sex in marriage. It's another thing for you to translate it into physical act. It, it could be easier. I mean, some of you listening to this and then the next thing you say Oh, wow, what a great lesson. But friends, we're encouraging everybody. Learn these things and put it to work. Put it to work. Give it a try. Just practice it. Just do something. Make something out of it. Okay? Because God has given both of you to each other in marriage. You don't need to get out of your marriage to have sex. It is dangerous. It is evil. It is against the order of marriage. So if you've made up your mind to enjoy sex in marriage, I mean, have it to the fullest. Deal with all forms of resentment and bitterness. Anger, oh, in fact, someone told me recently, said anger is not an aphrodisiac. And that's just the truth. It is not an aphrodisiac. Rather, it will kill sex. So you've got to be sure that... uh, you're getting all of these lessons just because you want to put it to work. So I encourage, even before I start today's topic, I encourage you to learn and to act. Okay? Learn and act. Put the lessons to work. Okay? God bless you. Today, I'm going to be beginning a series I'm going to run for two weeks, this weekend and next weekend. And that is the four type of sex all couples should have. The four type of sex all couples should have. Right? Um, there's always a need for you to be innovative. There's a need for you to be creative. That can never and cannot be overemphasized. But hey, friends, somehow you've got to understand that there comes a time where, beyond the innovation, there are the basic types of sex that somehow you just have to look for a way to integrate it into your sexual experience. Yeah, innovation will help you per every act, but these types of sex um, is something that you need to factor in if you're going to have a very uh, healthy sexual experience. Today, we're going to be talking about the first type of sex. For you as a couple, if you have not had it, if you have not indulged yourself in it, it means that uh, <laughs> you have not started. Maybe both of you are having sexually starved relationship. Today we're going to be talking about the first type of sex, and that is 
planned sex or scheduled sex. Planned sex or scheduled sex is a kind of sexual experience you plan for. It's a type of sex in marriage. This has nothing to do with innovation. Okay? It has nothing to do with, okay, the style, how you flip yourself over and all that. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that some other time. But I'm just saying, somehow, this type of sex has got to find a place. Has just got to find a place. When you just got married, those of you that have been married for quite some time, now you will recall that you had enough time for each other. I mean, remember your your honeymoon experience, you were all alone to yourself. You used to get yourself engaged in sex almost every day, sometimes even twice or thrice in a day. After all, that was why you got married and um, if you went on a honeymoon in a hotel or somewhere in a secluded environment, that was possibly the reason why you went there. So it was just going to be sex, sex, sex. But you soon realize that after a while, especially when the first pregnancy came in, you just realized that um, that frequency started dwindling or started going down. And of course, you just couldn't match up with that sex every day. Much more when you resumed at work after the long holiday, the honeymoon, you resumed back, you went back to work. The, your career, your work took so much of your time that you just realized that it wasn't as it used to be. Now, instead of you, maybe somehow, if those of some of you have listened to this kind of message, then you would have been able to cope or adjust, but you didn't. And so you just, you know, went along with the tide of, okay, we are busy, or whenever it is possible, we have it. And then you just don't realize that you ended up having sex once in a month. Once in a month, sometimes can even become a wonderful experience if you won't have it that way. Sometimes even longer time. Why? Because a lot of you didn't know that when you get in yourself involved in a lot of stuff, in a lot of activities, you get so busy. Sex most times gets so relegated. You, you tend to relegate sex. I mean, we'll do it tomorrow, we'll have it tomorrow. And then before you know what's going on, you just don't have it. Okay, so planned sex or scheduled sex, we enable the individuals to be able to get themselves into the act in spite of the fact that they are busy, they are still able to find time and space for themselves. They are able to connect, they are able to indulge in sex. You don't leave it to time, you don't, or rather you don't leave it to chance, you don't leave it to whenever. No, you've got to plan it. As well for those of you who are the working class, you're busy all through the week, you've got to plan it. Don't forget, if you lose sex in your marriage, you lose the passion for each other. And because sex is primarily like the food of marriage that, that uh, makes the marriage to grow, you know, just like food naturally, it makes whatever you, you um, that takes such food to grow, okay? Now, sex is the food of marriage, literally. So it, it is also that basic experience that enables marriage to grow. So when it's no more there, or somewhere along the line, you're no longer having it the way it used to be, it will start affecting the marriage. This is one of the reasons where uh, that probably account for, you know, uh, infidelity in marriage, where one party will feel justified getting involved in infidelity because um, he or she 
was i mean or couldn't have it the way it was supposed to be or was no longer enjoying it the way it was supposed to be and all was just totally out of the equation so what you do is to avoid that tendency where you just get into that lockdown that narrow work of i mean sex gradually becoming a um, uh, scarce or even gone out of your marriage is to ensure you plan it planning for the weekend but monday have a schedule okay friday is a weekend and saturday and sunday can we engage in sex both of you should talk about it sweetheart i know we've been very busy through the week you see the way we come back late and hey to even try to even make attempt it's like oh this is just going to take a two on us, waking up the next morning, and of course, we need to wake up early in the morning. So, can we do this for Friday? Can we walk towards Friday? At least we know we're not going to work on Saturday. So, we just come, we rest, and shut down, and really have fun for the Friday. On Saturday, we know we can have enough time to really rest and wake up you know, at any time we want to. And then, of course, that Saturday again in the night, we can take in another round and of course on Sunday in the night in the evening we can take in another round that can end up becoming three rounds of sex in a week which of course in my opinion is okay for those persons who are very very busy you have sex for those three days consecutively is okay so you know through the week Monday to Friday you are busy fine no problem otherwise if you don't schedule it Friday will come and um, because it was not in your mind, you just come, you sleep. On Saturday, you get up in the morning, you will dash off going somewhere. Before you return back, you're late, you're worn out and fagged out again. Your wife, you know, women have a way of just getting themselves involved in Saturday party and all that. She too also go out, feast her hair. She's tired. Saturday is gone. On Sunday, hey, churches that keep members in the church at 4 p.m. Sometimes we have house fellowship in the evening. On Sunday is gone. You just realize that all through the time, it's like the circle of the calendar. You just don't have time. And it becomes a justification. You look at yourself. Sometimes you, you the other way you even connect with yourself is through text message or through call. Because you get back, you're tired, you sleep off early in the morning, both of you are off. And the only time you even get to communicate with each other is through text message. Friend, you know what? You are losing that marriage. Gradually, you're losing it. You're losing it. The devil knows that this is a great gulf. Like um, there is a loophole to explore. Okay, such could be as you know exploited. I think I mean by the enemy to look for a way to tempt the husband to fall. Because the same man who will feel, I don't need this, I can do without this sex. We just suddenly realize that this lady will come around in the office trying to dot around him. Before you know what's going on, he's interested in the lady and hey, he is gone. And then the woman, the same woman who used to think, I don't have time, I don't have time. Before you know what's going on, the husband is gone. Of course, men can easily get into other sexual experiences. And for her, before you know what's going on, even when she wants it, the husband says no, because there's another lady servicing him outside. Women, please take note of this. It is in your best interest to practically make your husband have sex with you. This sounds weird. It sounds strange. But that's just the truth. Don't, don't ignore it. Don't be careless about it. 
Okay, your husband is not calling you for sex and for you like, oh, thank God. Ah, I'm going to do special Thanksgiving in church and my husband is not disturbing me for sex. You know what? You're just being foolish. Because men need sex. It makes them to function optimally. So if it's not demanding for it, there's a problem. Initially, it could be in the, with the right reasons, maybe because of health issues or one is tired or something and it's not asking for it and you're actually applauding it. Hey, you are giving the devil so much space to run with or to walk into your marriage. Before you know it, what you never thought could happen could just come right into your eyes. And you know what? The other partner will feel justified. After all, my wife is not giving me her body. After all, my husband is not raised around. We've got to avoid this. Sex is a glue, a major glue that glues couples together in marriage. It is sweet. It is wonderful. It, it, it is practically the high point of marital experience. I mean, plan for it. Enjoy yourself. You have just only one life to live. Just one life. And of course, God has given you liberty to enjoy this man and this woman whom you call your husband and your wife. Why can't you have the best out of it? If you plan it, you will work towards it. Okay? If you plan it, listen to me, you will work towards it. If you don't plan it and leave it to chance, it's gone. Now, quickly, let, let, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way in a better perspective. I want to take it a little bit higher. You know, sometimes we often think that um, um, to have sexual starvation will mean that, um, uh, okay, not having sex in a week, maybe once in a week, or not having sex in a month, probably once in a month. And that means there is um, sexual starvation or starved sexually starved marriage oh friends no 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 no. we are missing it that's not the truth okay you don't have sex with your spouse for about a month for about two months yeah it's a kind of sexual starvation but that's not the the real thing there is another dimension to it sexual starvation in marriage can also mean the absence of the other party's known interest in sex or the absence of the other person's you know, involvement in sex, let's put it that way, not non-interest, involvement in sex. When the other party is not willing for the sexual experience, maybe for one reason or the other, just for, and the other party is willing, the other person is born in, in the flesh, that is a kind of sexual starvation in marriage. The other person is born in, the other person is willing, the other person wants it as often, the other person just don't see it that way. It's lopsided. You know what? You 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 are going to brace up for a major challenge tomorrow if you don't cop this, because you will just realize that there is so much gulf, that gulf of difference sexually between both of you. If that's the case with your marriage, both of you have got to sit down and talk. In most cases, we easily will say the man is sexually much more active. Oh, he's hot. His own is born. Hey, friends. I know, I mean, uh, um, in modern day trends where a lot of women are now aware of their sexuality and of course they want to express their sexual freedom, a lot of women now are now sexually active, wanting sex almost all the time. But unfortunately, their husbands are not there. So we can look at it from both sides of the coin, okay? If your wife is the one that wants sex more often, 
and you are not available, that can also lead to sexual starvation. If you are the one as a man who wants sex and your wife doesn't want it often, it also means the same thing. So what both of you need to do is to spend time more together with each other, talking about the way forward, how to handle it, trying to find out why the other person is not interested in sex as often as you would have loved to have it, and trying to psychologically build up the other person's mind into it. Sex is of the mind, okay? It's of the mind. Especially when both of you enjoys it, you always want to have it back over and over again. But unfortunately, hey, the devil doesn't want good couples to have sex. Just keep them apart. You just make them to have one justification. And the next thing is, both of them are apart. So the solution to this basically is about planning it, okay? And one of the things you can do is, if your weekend is still a little bit um, very tight up in terms of busy schedule, you can deliberately work towards one weekend in a month where you shut down, just go and lodge in a hotel, okay? You can use a hotel facility. You can close from work on Friday, just check into the hotel and leave there on Sunday morning straight to the church. That would be a very, very hot, you know, service, you understand? You know, just coming from the holies of holies and uh, getting into the church. That can really be very powerful, okay? Wise couples will understand what I'm trying to say. This is like you're trying to feed your marriage. You're trying to invest into your marriage. Okay, don't mind how much it will cost you. Just get somewhere, somehow, and uh, connect with yourself. And while you're there, you make sure you stop this fingering of phone or try to say, oh, I still have business I'm doing here. No, just shut down, okay? Eat and have sex. Eat and have sex. Just imagine the sequence. Eat and have sex and sleep. Okay, let's add the third one to it. Eat, sex, sleep. Eat, sex, sleep. So you can do that for three days. And by the time you're coming out of it, you're glowing. See, you know what? When couples engage in sex often, they glow. The individuals glow. You get to be younger. Maybe I'm going to talk about the psychological and health benefit of sex some other time. Otherwise, you do that regularly. You glow with each other. It's like you practically entered each other's life and you've come out of it. All right. So couples, I want to encourage us. Okay, we're living in a world today where there's so much that is begging for our time. I mean, we practically don't have time for each other anymore. But you've got to understand that there's a need for you to schedule your sexual experience. Don't leave it to chance. Get it on board. Have it as often as you can. Enjoy yourself. Yes, be innovative about it. Be creative about it. But ensure that you often have it all the time that way you keep the devil away from your marriage as much as you can you keep all manner of spiritual vices away from your marriage as well as much as you can this is healthy and this is a type of sex that you should engage in if you are the busy type if you're not busy why not almost every day will suffice that will be a great experience and of course you know when you have it too often there's a problem of bringing in boredom or having boredom or getting saturated with it and you just don't know what to do again now your ability to become very innovative trying out something else will help what a joy when both persons in marriage become easily you know um how will i put it now get into each other sexually in a very very easy way you can ask for it you can talk about it you can make gestures for it you can demand for it your wife can even demand for it 
Your wife will not have to scratch her head. Ah, if I demand for it, then my husband will think I'm spoiled. Okay, your wife can say, come, honey, come. Let's come in, let me knock you out this night. It's my turn. Come in, let me ride, ride on you. It's not every time you, you ride on me. Let me ride on you. Let me tell you that uh, my waist is very, very active. You see, when you get to be that free, like children, like baby, remember the way you, did? you started? You bring back the passion. You bring back the fire. Okay? It's not everything. It's not always about devil, devil. You are not doing what is right. And tomorrow, your marriage is broken down. They will be saying, fight the devil, fight the devil. If you can't make time, make room for sex, then you are making room for attacks in marriage. Just let that be a parting shot this morning. As you think about how you can plan your sexual experience for the weekend or which of that day you feel is convenient for you. Please heal your marriage and get involved in sex more often as you can. God bless you. Let's hold it here today. We'll continue on tomorrow. We'll talk about another type of sex that you should have often if you're a couple and you're thinking well about your marriage okay you can connect with us in case you're having access to this audio for the first time there are whatsapp number plus 234-81071-26148 and we will get back to you god bless you to come your way again tomorrow don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students god bless you shalom do have a great day